0: You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake, Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken.
1: Welcome, it's your hot mess Sunday with the Outspoken Boys. I know you wait all week for this. I know. A lot I of you do. I, <laughs> we
0: we kind of have to <laughs> wait all week for this. That's we prepare, our thing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, I want to know what people do when they listen to the show. I know that some people go in their cars and listen. They do. Uh, and I would like to imagine some people set out popcorn and like a, right. a big meal thing and then I'm turn on the radio right. and have... Uh, some people
1: a have tea and take... while Because I've ah. heard this. They have tea... They they prepare it and they listen to us in their living room because that's a time like their husband is taking a nap or whatever the family's come down. So that's what they do wow. on Sundays. And I think that's cool. We know some of our fans are at work. Yes. And uh, they listen from there. And they eat soup, apparently. Um, yeah, right? They're at work and they eat soup. And they eat soup. It must be lunch break. I, I uh, probably.
0: probably. I would really hope so. <laughs> I hope that somebody hey. sneaks in some ear pods into church and that then sits there and listens to us amazing. instead of the church that they're preaching. They're, like, exactly.
1: Preach. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I think we I actually encourage that. I am pleased. We will give you do
0: a free it. set of ear
1: pods. Yes. If you can do that. If you do that and send us pictures. Uh, send us pictures I know, of you that's listening good. in church. So we're excited. We just have a lot of fun on our show. Now this yes. has been a crazy week. Like we had because we're coming up in two weeks. Our in two weeks on our show anyways is going to be the spring fund drive for KYRS. So we've been doing preparation here at the station, you know, yes, meeting with. Have. Uh our fellow DJs or programmers, as we call them here, and getting ready for that. And then there was an open house here yesterday. Yeah. And let me just tell you, I'm just going to say, um, do you know what the worst thing you can do on a first date? Is them bring them, them to your work <laughs> for an open house. Uh. Because you have forgotten that that's on your calendar. Right. Until... Your producer says, Hey, remember the open house on Sunday? He had to read my I like it would like I had like amnesia. Like every hour I would forget. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm so focused that I have a date, right? Yeah. Okay. Every hour I would forget the open house and Kurt would say, Okay, so the open house and I'd be like, Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah. So I had to this is how it is. I didn't want to I didn't want to cancel the date. Yeah. I was looking forward to this. Right. Some dates go horribly wrong. I have high hopes for this Okay. Date. Okay. So I actually convinced the poor guy to i'm like hey this how? is weird yeah you know but how about going to me with me to a work function what do you think and graciously enough he said yes because apparently he wanted to go out with me as well <laughs> huh so we met for coffee like an hour before and then mm-hmm. i'm like okay you have to meet my awkward com- producer now yeah and, <laughs> and he is mm-hmm. and what's the worst thing you don't want kurt on your first date no. <laughs> You <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's like all the skeletons out of the closet they're right. falling out they're all co- covered in cobwebs right like, oh. it's true no 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 and
1: yet in the end <laughs> he he found kurt quite delightful oh i have to question his, his yeah. mental stability mm-hmm. and we came here and actually for everybody who missed it, it was a great way to see what where we're at what we do here yeah. and in the end you know when you get us in a room, yeah, we met the other cool new DJ that's coming out. She's gonna have a science show, her name's Lauren. And uh, her and I just went to town on politics. Politics, also, yeah. you mm-hmm. shouldn't do that on a first day either. Um, you broke all the rules, I didn't broke. You? All, we talked about religion, oh. We talked about politics, oh. I mean, all of it. Took him to work, Ta- what took is him this? to work, talked about exes, and yet we survived. So, yeah. and I might, and we're actually gonna have a second date. So, apparently, I didn't scare him off. He saw oh, wow. a lot of my crazy. Oh uh, well,
0: hey, maybe maybe that's the key. Is show them all the crazy so they out. don't find out later. Right. You're just like, you know what? I well, guess it's a it quick
1: is. way to be like, okay, well, th- you could run now. Or obviously, if you went yeah. with it, then we we should have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> a, there should be a shot yeah. at this. Yeah, you don't but have to hook them on. The, all of that to say, you know, f- first date rules, there you go. They, they're they not any. Yeah. You just kind of go apparently, with full. And... Apparently, they don't work. Open House was fun. It actually was a lot of fun here. Mm-hmm. So... But hey, if there's any listeners out there who ever do want to see the station, we're more than welcome. We're more than happy to welcome you and like get, show you around. But mm-hmm. I mean, you do have to kind of get past the curter.
0: There is a screening process
1: <laughs> called yes. Kurt will listen to you, and if he decides you're worth it, you'll right. get you through. But then that's probably part of it. Is also do you th- after talking to Kurt, do you think you still want to do it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really it's the best for both, right? Both parties exactly.
0: <laughs> what was your exciting week like? uh mm, not so much exciting except the first part because it was it was valentine's day last sunday
1: that's how sad i am i totally forgot right yeah yeah Yeah, it's
0: okay i you left town yeah Yeah, cole and i went to uh canada actually um and you know i love canada i love my canadians my canucks Mm -hmm. um so we went up there went to the hot springs uh, up there it was it was great relaxing weekend. Stayed up there for a few Aww. days. Yeah, is it?
1: It was it popular because of Valentine's Day, or did people go because uh, you went after yeah. by a day? Right. So was that a good time to go? Because it was a gone? great
0: time because Valentine's <laughs> night. Yes, it was popular and there was a lot of people. But the next morning you wake up and it's like but four it's people, really and you're like, oh on
1: Great. valentine's oh. night <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just, just saying the
0: hotel like there's an earthquake happening <laughs> yes <you> exactly <laughs>
1: but the rest of it was relaxing after. yeah
0: yeah we kind of explored uh nelson bc a little cute little town yeah. up there uh that was fun uh in hot springs how can you not love it you know right so it was a fun little getaway exactly fun little getaway out in a different country and that's
1: cool mm-hmm. that's cool yeah and it's only like three hours away yeah. It, it really is. It's really mm. close, surprisingly. I love that. See, we mm. are we are we always tease Kurt and tell him he lives in Canada, but you went to real proper I, I, it, proper, proper Canada and this yes. time you didn't get stuck at the border. No, so, no, last time, time that was,
0: that was, well, because this border, we were the only ones there, I, I mean, probably that whole day that we're crossing. Yeah, and they, so. and they get lazy, they're like, whatever. Yeah, and the guy was like, just you can through. just come through. Do you have anything? <laughs> no, okay. okay. He didn't or, even yeah. check for guns or knives, I'm like, we could have brought a bomb with us, like,
1: okay. <laughs> and this, uh, right now in the world, that could easily have happened. Yeah, totally. Remember, on today's show, is going to be a lot of fun for us, it's sort of like a very fit show. It is, and then I came. Yeah, I
0: know what. But no, speaking <laughs> <Stop. laughs>
1: no, but we have our first guest in just a, a little bit. Actually, is yeah. going to be the celebrity fitness trainer Jorge uh, Cruz, Jorge Cruz, who has his new book out. Of course, Tiny and Full, um, which so he's going to teach mm-hmm. us some things about this new book, his new ph- his philosophy on it. He has like five bestsellers on the New York Times. Oh yeah, bestsellers list. Oh, yeah. he's been on Oprah. Oprah gave him his start. He's been on every show you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course he would be on ours. I mean that's just a no natural brainer. progression. They're like, hey, know. we have to do the boys. Yeah. I feel like we've <laughs> snuck our show into a group of shows so that they don't realize it. Just yeah, like, yeah. if you're gonna promote <laughs> We're in the same league, here it yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then of course the interview everybody's been waiting for. First of all, it's been a lot of fun <laughs> to have our ads go up because Davy Wavy is always naked, always <laughs> forever. But YouTube sensation himself. Davey Wavy is going to be on the second hour, and we're going to talk about some fun stuff mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about some kind of serious stuff that's going on uh, because he kind of does everything. He, he does. does fun videos, he uh, gets straight guys to do things I would never Im- I want to know how he does. He's the mm-hmm. straight guy whisperer for yeah. Game In. <laughs> I think he is. And then he goes into real stuff, like real deep stuff that gets him into some heated criticism. Well, and that's, I think that's
0: awesome because if you don't get into criticism, well, are you really, are you really outspoken? I
1: see exactly. We always get into hot water. We do. Sometimes with each other. Wait, (laughs) wait, not like that. No. <laughs> no, but I will say it's interesting. We all, you and I, are very much yeah. let's discover where this takes us, and oh, let's follow our brain, and you know what I mean. So we try oh, yeah, to be totally, very open. Totally. So sometimes uh, something happens when there's a guest, and you're doing research, and then Sergey will walk into the studio, and I will attack him, yeah, <laughs> just, just for right no away. reason. Just I'm just, right just right like, away. how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> just breathe. Yeah. But then it's <laughs> fun because the conversation. Well, two things that are fun. <laughs> First, fun that is I love kind that of weird. Ex- you're describing I find it this fascinating. as fun. This, I know, but it's uh, fascinating. A fire turns on in Sergey's yeah. eyes. Just like, don't and he's you dare. like, Did don't you just you bring it? Did you bring it? Because I'm, right. I'm going to bring it right back. Uh-huh. And I find that fun because I don't have a lot of sparring partners, yeah. to that- be honest. <laughs> Most people don't want to. Sure. And, uh, yeah. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Secondly, we figure out what the heck just happened. Yeah. Yeah. So like, where did that come from? I Whoa, know. Out of so the that's blue. what's great about the guests we get to have on our show. Also, they make us fight. Mm hmm. A that's, that's good. We have a premier musician. His we premier do. debut of his single is going to happen on Outspoken. No other radio station has played it. Uh, he's a wonderful queer artist from down in the Hollywood area. His name is Kenneth Mogan. And his brand new single, he reached out to us and said, I want it to debut on Outspoken. So, Aww, so we're boy. very excited. It'll be the first time you hear it on the airwaves. But I have a feeling you're going to hear it all over the country pretty quick yeah and we'll we'll actually have him call in uh later on yeah we're gonna let him introduce his own single because
0: you know how we do you know we, how we, we do. like to do it. so now because because we uh kind of got started off like you said uh walking in the door and me finding myself <laughs> on my back being punched by jonathan <laughs> totally totally. <laughs> um, i'm just gonna play this song by ingrid michaelson called be okay because you know what jonathan <laughs> i just need you to be okay is that okay is that oh, we'll see after Can this we song. do that okay <laughs> I want you to be okay on REST Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3
1: FM with Outspoken. And I want you to know that I feel okay now. Do you? Do. Did that cheer you up? That did... totally made me feel Aww, okay. Oh, did that make you all giddy? <laughs> it did. I do want to tell everybody that we just posted on our Outspoken page mm-hmm. what one of our listeners does while they listen to our show. What do you do while you listen to Outspoken? Take a quick picture, send it to us. We'd love to put it up. Let's show what we do. We would. I, I know there is an amazing woman who i just talked about actually on my date isn't that weird uh one of our <laughs> listeners barb <laughs> sylvie who listens to us when she's driving in her car on sundays yeah. um take a picture of your radio barb send it in we'll show people what what you do when you listen to mm-hmm. outspoken mm-hmm. i just think it's fun and then i i said that i didn't think our listener actually ate soup like he said he did but he sent us a picture of his soup he does eat but soup. i'll keep that for he us he does eat soup Yes, I'll keep that for us. I, you don't all need to see what he eats. Because <laughs> the best part about the picture of his desk is yeah. he has a tablet and it's our our faces. It's us. It's us on on uh I, what's that thing called? Periscope. <laughs> Periscope. We use it every week, Jonathan. I do not know. I Hi, know. That's technology. I don't know. Technology okay. happens uh, every week.
0: <laughs> on Outspoken. Uh, join okay. us for more technology. Right? Okay. in just a moment, we're gonna have uh the celebrity fitness trainer. Uh Jorge Cruz on the line and I'm uh, excited. You know, we, I
1: want him to give me a secret. There really isn't anything but <clears throat> get discipline, I'm y- Right, exactly. <laughs> but,
0: well, you and I you and I got no. copies of Tiny and Full. It's a it's a nice little blue book. Um that's all I'm gonna say about it. No, it's a <laughs> it's it's interesting. Um it's a it's a good read. Uh how to wake it up is. feeling full, but with a vegan breakfast. And uh Jorge Cruz is gonna talk to us a little bit about. Uh, that and why he thinks that's a good, a good way good to philosophy. start Now, he's yeah.
1: been around. He's like we said in our intro earlier, he's been on Oprah. He's been on, you know, Good Morning America. He's just been on all of the circuits. And so, mm-hmm. naturally, he would be with the outspoken boys. He would progress his way over. Right? Yeah. I mean, because that's when you've made it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a-, a list. A, a- list a- with us okay. all like, the way. A plus plus, plus, plus. Like, um, <laughs> I've watched some of his interviews. He's really smart about what Mm -hmm. he's doing. I mean, he has a degree and everything. So Uh, I'm interested in hearing more. Right.
0: And I mean, he's had so, so, so many books. Plus, in here, he has uh, a little exercise guide, and you get the book and you can fill out uh, your diet plan, a 12 week plan. It gets you. I should probably do this. Right.
1: I love that. I, I, I'm going to let him sell me on it, and then I'll okay. decide. Okay. You have the book, Jonathan. I do. I've actually read most of that have book, Have you tried too. any of the recipes? I in have the back... tried a smoothie recipe. Oh, they're so good. And the, the smoothie was recipes. extremely good. Yeah. Um, I need to be—I say I never give myself enough time to prepare anything. I, so, right. so far, yeah. I've figured out how to have smoothies in the morning. That's right. the, the most i And
0: it's easy. It's easy. You know, my favorite recipe, and I tried this one, uh, and it's the uh, banana berry ice cream, because I love ice cream. And uh, it's supposed really? to be, yeah, it's supposed to only have 96 calories, one gram First of, of fat. All love that. Uh, you know, all this, all this uh, amazing stuff, and it has protein hmm. in it too. So hmm. you eat it, and yeah, uh,
1: i And I know, you know, he you. definitely uh, has a lot to say about what he thinks about sugar. And yeah. I'm interested in that. Being diabetic, right? I'm always fascinated on how can I be better at cutting sure. sugars sure. out because yeah. it's not easy. And discipline and I are. Distant friends, yeah. very distant. <laughs> we see each other once right, a year, right. maybe. You know, if it happens, <laughs> <laughs> discipline and and, and yeah. I sort of want
0: to do that. It's like it's like your date sometimes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm true. Ki- maybe the, maybe you true. scare them away with bringing discipline to work right, and you know and meeting like, Kurt and all. I know, that. I know, I know. If they crap, can survive yeah. that,
1: then I guess we're pretty sure. Sure, sure. But sure. Uh, we're excited to bring him to our airwaves.
0: Yes, we are. Now, uh, Jorge Cruz is an internationally recognized as a leading celebrity fitness trainer and is the number one best-selling author of over 20 books in 16 languages with more than 6 million books in print. And the current one we're going to be talking about is Tiny and Full. So, Jorge, are you there?
2: I'm here, guys. Uh, What's going on? Hey, Hey, happy Sunday, guys.
1: Yes, happy Sunday. Welcome to the show.
2: You know, I love your guys' show. I like how much you guys love food, so you know, to be on with <laughs> and we with do, fellow foodie,
1: <laughs> right? Yes. We do love food. And what I'm learning from your book is I need to uh, pick my food that I love a little better,
2: though. Well, you know, uh, my partner and I, Sam. I mean, we have two kids. So as a, mm-hmm. a gay dad here, a gay dad, we've got a family, and I and I think really, whether we have family, whether we're single, whether we have partners, whether wherever we're at. It's about understanding that, you know, as vain as we may think we are as gay men, we're not vain. Shocking. That, that us is very shocking. It, because I work with like, people like Angelina Jolie. You know, right. I work, I've been working with Steve Harvey tomorrow. I want everyone to tune in to Steve Harvey's Nation, his TV show, mm. uh, across the country. I have a fitness face off where five people uh, have been competing for eight weeks, and there's a, it's a whole like fitness face off. but regardless of where you're at in life, and if you want to lose weight and get healthy, it's not about vanity. What science has shown, guys, is that a small stomach, a small waist circumference, and yes, may I say, having a six-pack is actually a sign of health. Shockingly, and this was something years ago that Dr. Oz, Mehmet Oz, uh, on the Dr. Oz show taught me, about how it's more... Important to have a waist circumference. We can talk about measurements for the guys out there and the women out there Uh that are ideal. And if you can keep it to the right waist circumference, guys, you're you're going to not only look hot, (laughs) you know, and be Mm -hmm. a hot mess, (laughs) (laughs) but you also be so healthy, you know. You won't ever have to worry about type two diabetes, cancer, strokes, you know, and just lack of confidence, you know, because that's probably the worst thing. For our culture, for our world, our community, you know, it's just like guys that are fat usually feel like they're not worth it, you know, and it's sure. not true. It's just a matter of, of really doing this so you know that it's for your health. And yeah, it makes you feel good, you know. That that's the real reason. I'm here with you guys. So I'm so happy guys. And we love that
1: I know you've been passionate. I know that as a child you were you were <laughs> overweight and uh you I went was. through some stuff. And so I know that you're passionate about this. I wanna I wanna get to one of my questions I was gonna ask later. Now though, of course. because you bring a oh, good yeah, whatever you, guys do it. you bring a good question <laughs> up, which is do you ever think so you know, I am older than Sergey. <laughs> yep. I am yep. I'm a bigger guy.
2: Sam and I have a 20-year age difference, and we've been together two years, and I don't think it has anything to do with that because, you know, Sam's in great shape, but hanging out with him empowers me, you know, and I think I empower him sometimes, so it's good that, you know, that you guys have that difference. I mean, what do you guys feel? Do you feel sometimes, Jonathan, that he – motivates you or does he do the opposite
1: unintentionally? No, honestly to you he is probably one of the most motivational people in my life to be honest. It's true because yeah, he encourages Ah. me to to do the things like we do health goals on our show every year. This year we're going to do a 25 mile bike ride for the American Diabetes Association and it's his fault ah. because he brought this up a couple years ago and we were foolish enough to say that's a great idea. So every year we do Ah. something. But one of the things is do you ever think, so me at 40 uh, I'm a bear guy. I've I've always been bigger, although I've lost, you know, 100 pounds over the last few years. But I'm still oh a big God, guy. Yeah. Well, thank That's you very amazing. much. I'm still a big guy. Do you ever think, is it too hard as you get older? Is there ever a point when you can't turn, you know, the Titanic around?
2: No, you know, here's the thing. And, and this is such a great question for anyone out there that feels like, yeah, the Titanic has sunk, right?
3: Yeah, I'm 44.
2: Yeah. Right now, my birthday is March 6th, so I'm going to be 45. Oh, nice. Happy like birthday. Two weeks. And I'll tell you, I haven't been in this kind of shape my whole life. I grew up as a fat Mexican-American kid in a, in a Catholic family, and not knowing that I was gay, you can imagine that my only friend in a Catholic family was my was my bowl of rice and beans and quesadillas. Right. I just ate mm-hmm. to feel good, because my grandmother mainly raised me, and she was not a nice lady. She was... Very abusive and um, both verbally and physically, and very much dominant—kind of that dominant Latina that you see like in the telenovelas, with right. all the Spanish soaps, and all that. And she beat into me, you know that, you know that uh, that I was not gay and that I was not, you know, like what she, I'm sure, was knew I was. But she, mm-hmm. she did that, so I ate like the dickens. I was food was my friend, and finally, when I got to college, it just was so much. I was. Um, it was like 240 and I'm 174 right now so it was oh, wow. just to a point where I was just mm-hmm. so unhappy with my health and vitality at, in my 20s that I finally figured out that if I don't make this a priority it's everything and here's the good news guys here's the good news for everyone listening. everyone thinks like oh it's so hard you know mm-hmm. and I'll tell you after doing this now for 20 years uh it's not hard guys everyone listening to me know that it's it comes down to one thing. It's knowing that all calories count. It's a numbers game. And if you can do simple addition and simple subtraction, you can get healthy. You can transform your health because all you have to do is be good with numbers. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it. You just have to know. Like, I, I do this every morning, John. I have the same, I've automated my breakfast for the last 10 years. Oh. I have one cup of uh, Quaker Instant you know, mm-hmm. uh a cup of water. That's zero calories, but a half a cup of instant oats is 150 calories,
3: mm-hmm. and then
2: I have one cup of either blueberries or strawberries or mixed in nice. the morning, fresh. Yeah. You know, and I get like Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or something like that, and then that right there, I know that's 80 calories, The uh, so one cup mm-hmm. of fruit. I have that thing every morning with the pea protein to suppress appetite uh, because it's plant-based, and I have that every day, and I know my breakfast is always like 320 calories every day, wow. and I don't care if I'm... In LA with some celebrity person like Miley Cyrus at the Peninsula right. Hotel in LA in Beverly Hills, or if I'm in New York at the Peninsula there, I'm hanging out with Angelina Jolie, yeah. or
3: yeah. I'm
2: with Steve Harvey like tomorrow in Chicago. I always know wherever I am, there's oatmeal. I'm going to have half a cup and a cup of blueberries or strawberries uh-huh. and coffee. And it's like a no-brainer. I don't have to even count the calories. And, you know, if you can do that, guys, it's everything. Yeah. And then, you know, this new book that I have called Tiny and Full is about. How to do it so you can drop five, six pounds in a week, week after week after week, without necessarily counting calories, but by making just your first meal plant-based.
3: Right. right. You can make yeah. your
2: first meal uh, plant-based where there's no dairy, no cheese, no milk, no eggs. Just that one meal, you'll save 6 to 800 calories. Wow. Uh, and then more importantly, you'll, you'll, you'll boost your metabolism. There's a lot of people I work with that are overweight. They have 50 or more pounds to weight. They usually never eat breakfast, and they have broken metabolism. They really do from a lack of, of eating, which right. is hard. So if you can eat a plant-based meal in the morning, and then you can eat normal. Like I just i am having like breakfast. Or, uh, we're having a brunch right now. With my family at a restaurant right now, mm. and we're having chicken fajita, you know. Ooh, uh, nice, yeah. Chicken for lunch, and then tonight we're going to be probably, you know, turkey meatballs with uh, zucchini noodles to save calories. But we always get real plant-based food in there with meat for lunch and dinner you get b12 guys and b12 is only found in animal products Mm
3: -hmm, and it's a key mm -hmm.
2: kind of secret weapon for energy which i've been known to have (laughs) and that's i I, (laughs) I give credit to b12 because i used to be a full-time vegan and your energy just sure sure no energy if you're a full-time vegan in this new book uh, of yours
0: yeah in this new book of yours tiny and full you talk about exactly that you talk about you know why only you know eating vegan in the morning is so helpful for you yeah. because you get that, but you mix it with still being, right, you know, having meat. Why, for the listeners that haven't read the book or are really interested, why is that so key to being tiny and full?
2: Well, you know, it, it, it comes into this. You, it, because in order, here's the bottom line. If all calories count, I tell people yeah. that's the first law of weight loss. Then the second law of weight loss is you have to cut your calories. Now, that sucks for most gay men and women. <laughs> Because guess what? If you cut calories, odds are, in most people's minds, guys, you would agree? Yes. You you would think you would have to eat less food, right, guys? Yeah, absolutely. And that's where tiny and full breaks all the rules. That's why this book is revolutionary. And for anyone out there that wants to see their stomach again and have a flat stomach and maybe even a six-pack, it comes down to understanding that the calorie density of food is everything, not how much what you're eating. Like I'll tell you what I was, was in front of me like two minutes or before I spoke to you guys. They brought chips. I know one corn chip tortilla, like uh, you know, corn chip tortillas. Mm-hmm. Just nine of those chips, you know, they're just regular corn chips with salsa, nine chips, one hundred calories. I know think like, anywhere I go. I don't care if it's corn or Doritos or whatever, yeah. nine of them, hundred
4: calories.
2: Wow. So across the board, these are deep fried. You know, yeah. these are corn chips. And, and then I know, people like, I eat like, like nine hundred of them. What's
1: that? I said, and people eat, can eat like nine hundred of them because we don't think about it.
2: Oh my gosh! It's, I mean, I have two sons. You know, like my eleven-year-old doesn't eat as uh, that way anymore, but my younger kid does. It's, you know, he ate like a whole bowl of chips right now, and he probably had thirty chips. And if you divide yeah. that by 9 they I'll tell you how many times he had a hundred calories. I mean, and that's just with the chips. And then there was yellow sauce, which is like a cheese sauce and yeah. salsa. Mm-hmm. So what I did, I did something different. I'm I'm, you know, I'm going to be on Steve Harvey tomorrow. And I got to have six pack right. <laughs> on TV, you know. Yeah. So what I did was, you know, very similar type of stuff, but you know, it was a little different. Um, I had I had fajitas. I ordered fajitas. I didn't partake in the chips. Mm-hmm. I had my chicken and steak. I had two corn tortillas, which I know are like eighty calories,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: the meat is great. There's no carbs in that, but I know like you know eight ounces of meat is about two hundred calories. Right. Didn't, I passed on the avocado. Did not want that because I know every tablespoon of avocado is way, way high in calories. Tons of salsa. Um, I put cheese on there. I sprinkled cheese on there as a condiment, not as a like a main dish. Like right. Yeah. Because energy density, guys, is everything. You know, you could I'll give you one other example about energy density out there in terms of how much food. Imagine mm-hmm. having twenty five. Strawberries, like in the morning for breakfast, or you could have something very small, like two chocolate chip cookies, all or you right. could have like like we just said, eight uh, Dorito chips or corn chips, or you can have sixty-two grapes. I mean, the volume of food when it's plant-based is so much greater. And in the book, as this food for the for the morning, yes, it's all plant-based, but mm-hmm. for lunch, I have I, I have an amazing uh, mac and cheese that I love. But instead of removing the cheese from the mac and cheese, the cheese is everything gives it life. Right. right?
3: Mm-hmm. We
2: pull out the pasta and substitute it with um, with cauliflower, and so now it's a cauliflower mac and cheese, and it drops the calorie count by. Six
1: yeah, and it is amazing how that.
2: The pasta. Yeah, That's that cauliflower is
1: actually great.
2: Oh, it's amazing. If you put but you have to put cheese on it or it's not right, great. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, that's and true. For dinner we'll be like today we're making lasagna for the whole family. We'll have mm-hmm. leftovers. But instead of getting rid of the cheese again, as you need cheese to make food taste good, mm-hmm. I leave the cheese on I don't bury it in cheese. I mean there's cheese on my lasagna. Um, but but then I also use real beef, you know, ground up beef or we yeah. do turkey for less calories, so it's leaner. But then instead of the lasagna noodles guys what we do is we remove the lasagna noodles and use zucchini slices. Yeah. And it cuts the calories by six, 800 calories. It's
3: oh, wow. That's
2: simple. And then you still get like a really good tasting and looking lasagna where, for example, my nine year old who hates healthy food mm-hmm. will eat it and doesn't even know. That's right?
1: Food. And that's the amazing part. Now, before we let you go, let me ask you one very big question that I know a lot of, of people are asking themselves um, around our country, which was, what do you see as the biggest challenge to health and wellness in the U.S. right now, and how do we even begin to tackle it?
2: Yeah, I know the biggest thing to our health right now is the overconsumption, and I've been an advocate of this for years, of empty sugar calories that come from soda, evil, mm. drinking soda, is truly the way that all of us are fat for the most part. Because mm-hmm. soda is, you know, even diet soda us up because, you know, for the most part, if it has aspartame in it, which most diet drinks do, mm-hmm. it really causes your brain to always be, like, never satiated with sweetness. So getting rid of soda, you would think is the solution, but we like it. I mean, I love it. So yeah. what I do, and if you follow my Instagram, you can kind of see the stuff I eat, at Jorge Cruise, and it's just the app, sign at 4A J O J-O-R-G-E, J-O-R-G-E Mm-hmm. And then cruises like Tom Cruise, C R U I S C, and you can see like, like last week I was in L A at the, in uh, in Beverly Hills and and we were poolside Sam and I and Sam is quite hot so you get to check them out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very lucky fiance. We're getting uh, married uh, July second out here in San Diego. We're excited, but we were poolside last week. Then I wanted soda, and so what I carry with me is we'll stop like at a Whole Foods or Trader mm-hmm. Joe's and we'll get a company's product that I love. I don't get paid at all by these uh-huh. people, but Stevia sodas. Have you ever yes. heard of Stevia? Yes, yes, I love that godsend. stuff. So and good. just recently removed all the yeah. erythritol, which is the sugar alcohol. So it's just straight up Stevia A and B, they call it, Rev A and Rev
3: uh-huh. yeah,
2: which is 100% natural. And it's just straight-up delicious. And so you can have
0: some so good.
2: But so now, and it's only because it's 2016 that this is possible, but, you know, that water, I would just say watch your empty calories, guys. And don't think that olive oil and avocados are, like, the secret to weight loss because I have met so many fat vegans uh-huh. because they sit down and eat avocados night and day. Yeah, they're plant-based, but they're full of fat. Yeah. It's about calorie density, guys. And I would invite everyone listening, uh, to just check out my website, com. we give away a free one month of my Tiny and Full membership. Um, and then thereafter, if you like it, it's like only nine bucks. Oh, it nice. gives you meal plans. It gives you daily meetings with me. I come in there every day. I come in the morning, like a three-minute pep talk to have all my clients. And I've got everyone in there from Eva Legoria to um, to Steve Harvey. I mean, to everyday people getting their daily conversation and their their meal plan. Mm -hmm. And it's all online, so you can do it on your smartphone, iPhone, iPad, whatever. And let's just go to tinyandfull.com, guys, and just sign up for free. It says join for free for one month. And then tomorrow, Steve Harvey, guys. Watch exactly. Can, it's, it'll replay and it'll be on Steve Harvey's YouTube channel as well.
1: That is amazing, and and you might have tempted me to try that. I'll go to the website. I'll, I'll see. Oh,
2: you'll <laughs> love it. You'll love it. And I'll send you guys. I want to send both of you guys uh, two signed books. Just email me later. Love where it. I can send that. And if anyone out there. Do we want to do a giveaway, guys? I'll buy one book and send it Hey, to you. we awesome. do.
1: We love that. We do that want to give a giveaway. That would be Okay. <laughs> do
2: you okay. guys want to help me with that later off offline? We'll find someone at once, or do you guys want to do it on air right now?
1: Um, we can do it. Hey, we'll put it out right now, and then we'll email you uh, after yeah. the show and let you know what – happens first of all uh jorge cruz you are very inspirational you do have a lot of energy so i appreciate you taking time (laughs) we want to (laughs) mention to the all listeners that if you uh join us this is jorge cruz he is the author of the current book tiny and full discover why only eating a vegan breakfast will keep you tiny and full for life thank you sir for taking time away from your family this morning pleasure
2: guys no no this is an amazing show and you guys That's such great work that you guys do to empower well, all of us in our community needs because you know it shouldn't just be the the pool boys that are out there. <laughs> have some good health. We all deserve it, and we all can do it. And it gives us confidence, it gives us health and energy. And when it's 2016, guys, and yeah, maybe February, but pretend it's January. You can make it happen, guys. Don't exactly. Make today a big day to like go to tinyandpool dot download all the free stuff I have there, guys. If you want to pick up a book it's at Costco, at it's, uh, Amazon, at Barnes and Noble, Tiny folder, try it guys. I can promise you, in your first week, guys, you'll lose at least five or six pounds. Oh, I'm on it. Violence. I am on You're it. I love it, guys. No uh, gym, too.
1: Okay. I love it. Thank you, sir, so much, and thank you, your family guys. for letting My us pleasure, steal guys. you. You have a great right, time a on one. on Steve Harvey tomorrow.
2: Oh, appreciate it, guys. All right, have a great, uh, great rest of the day. Thank
1: you. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye. If you just joined the conversation with the outspoken boys, we just had on author. Uh, and fitness trainer to the stars, Jorge Cruz, with his new book. Um, we're going to give away a signed copy of that book on this show. Do you know what we need you to do? We need you to either comment on our Facebook page, send us a tweet, or send us an email at producer at hotmessunday.com. If you're the first one to do that, we will get a signed copy of Jorge Cruz's new book just for you. Just for you. Just just for that's you. that's
0: all you have to do. And uh you will get it. It's an amazing book. Uh you and I have uh, yeah, look through it through We it. i've tried a lot of the recipes they are fantastic even yeah. if, you know what even if you don't follow exactly you know the plan you can still have amazing recipes that right are good for you
1: uh, yeah i might try out this uh this website tinyandfull.com i'm, not, I'm just saying i'll okay. let you know
0: yeah all right <laughs> uh let's take another quick song break and we're gonna play uh hostage by sia and then we'll come back with more outspoken you are back with KYRS Medical League Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is
1: Outspoken. We ah. just talked to Jorge Cruz. He is very inspirational. Like he is very, talk about energy. Oh my gosh, so much. I need much. that energy. Yeah. I, I, I do feel like it's because uh, yeah, uh, I eat a lot of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
0: I think the, the way to get all that energy is to start your day vegan, apparently.
1: I know. Because
0: uh, if you do his diet, you are bouncing off the walls. Uh, I'm on
1: it. I'll do it. Yeah, there you go. But it is that time, that time of the show, that we want to thank those that support us because we love supporting you. Outspoken receives support from Mediterranean Mediterranean-inspired cuisine featuring fresh Mediterranean, Persian, and Northwest ingredients, serving lunch and dinner daily and brunch every Sunday. Located in downtown Spokane at 19 West Main Avenue, More information is at 309-3116.
0: Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights. Located at 232 West Sprague Avenue, more information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. Outspoken receives support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Spokane, serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment, welcoming all people regardless of race, sexual orientation, gender identity, or physical ability. Information online
1: at Spokane.org or 509-325-6383. Yay! So thank you everyone who supports us. So I just put up um I just put up a picture I said it earlier of a listener and what they do while they listen to our show. We would love to see what you do while you listen to our show if it's appropriate. I just want to put that out there. Just Quote, unquote, please. I, I, <laughs>
0: and if it's not appropriate, can you please private, a private message <laughs> us?
1: I really want to know what you're doing that's inappropriate. Um, I don't know if you do. I don't I know don't if know. I do, but, I you know, know, curiosity killed the cat, and I'm right. fine with that <laughs> That that death. That's fine. <laughs> you're Worth right. it. It's fine. Some of us listen to, some of you listen to us at work. Some of you listen to us driving your car, which must be very entertaining. And, uh, you know, and if you're us, I just listen to us right now. <laughs> in, <laughs> and sometimes studio. I don't, and that's a problem, because <laughs> really? I don't and listen to
0: what <laughs> we're saying and then it you know exactly.
1: it, it gets away from us. I love us. it. Well, Mr. Sergey, yes. Some Mr. interesting says. things have happened this week. Yeah. One, not the least of which is less the South Carolina Republican primary has been done. What scary outcome came from that?
0: Trump. Trump came from that and uh, essentially South Carolina for the Republicans uh, yesterday kind of sealed the deal that Trump is uh, beating everyone in the double digits. I mean, Trump got the majority. I think all of the uh, if I'm correct, all of the um, uh, (laughs) delegates. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. He
1: did doubled it over everyone,
0: over everyone. And that's and from that, Jeb Bush dropped out of the race he because did. he finally said, you know what? Uh, this isn't for me. I, this can, isn't working.
1: Can I be honest with and you? It's, it's kind of crazy. So guy. a long time ago, yep. I thought he had already dropped out. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, to be honest. <laughs> and then he kind of started coming up in the news yeah, again over the last yeah. few weeks. And so I was like, oh, he's back? When, when did that happen? Yeah. Well, and remember then, he so, got
0: his brother to come back. Yes. And George was on talking. So and,
1: here's the thing. Yep. Then he came back this weekend. So when he announced that he wasn't going to st- He was pulling out. I was like, oh, okay, that's okay." Yeah. But I will say the scary (laughs) thing that scares me now. I was just talking to a lovely young Canadian woman who has just moved to the U.S. And she says to me, what is wrong with you people in America? How is Trump even where he's at? And can I tell you, I don't know. But I am going yeah. to call in, and I say I do yeah. foresee. I I'm really thinking the Republican nomination is probably going to go to Trump. I get that. The, I agree there are more legit Republican candidates. I don't like any of them, but I agree there are more. What I would see as a more legit candidate. Yeah. In the in the ring, but I I'm I'm looking at the polls, and that's the you know Republicans are going to go that way, and, and, and the true. convention and I think true. is going to end up picking Trump as a Republican candidate.
0: And here's the thing: they can't they can't not pick it if he gets all the delicate delegates and that's the thing is the polls are showing it and right now total amount of delegates trump has 67 Cruz is the runner-up with 11 right. that's that's six <laughs> times over six times I just as much say, uh trump is beating everyone in the republican
1: uh race which is scary um which is very extremely scary, scary. If, yeah, So lots of things, as always, during the election year, we always talk, especially presidential election year, it's going to get crazy. It's going to be a, a little, uh, it's going to, and especially now with, with Trump being such one of the front runners and probably be the front runner, it's going to be a circus. It is. It's going to be crazy. And look, we talked last week about uh, the death of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Oh, yeah. There has continued oh, yeah. to be. A bunch of nothing has been resolved since we talked about is the president going to be able to be allowed to uh, actually appoint the next Supreme Court justice. I heard a whole Mm -hmm. conversation on the radio the other day from one of the head of the Republican Party saying he's a lame duck president. So therefore, he has no right, right. to do this. Right. It is a tactic, in my opinion. I don't think there's a lot of basis in reality to it. A lame duck president, yes, it's his last year in office, but that's his job. And this conversation isn't—it's yeah. not getting resolved. And then the attack started coming. To you know, we said last week, it's mm-hmm. always—it's never a, a a moment of joy when someone dies. Um, but the fact is, Antonin Scalia was not a friend to the LGBT community. Right, right. It does Because he died does not erase the fact that he fought hard against us for decades. And the fact is that's true. And now people are being called out saying you have no right to criticize the man because he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't even know how to begin to wrap but, my mind around that. Right, exactly. The
0: thing is, his death does not erase his actions. And he was yeah. and would continue to be right now against harmful us to the yes. LGBT community yes. and that's the thing is like for us it's it's I mean no death is is a as a happy thing to the family right um and no we don't encourage you know death and things like that but 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 the thing is you have <laughs> we to we don't look. we don't encourage we don't that. encourage it we really don't <laughs> <laughs> but you have to look at the big picture and see that this is in a
1: way a win and a positive thing for us. It, yes. And I don't think it's part of the... We like to talk on the show about having those uncomfortable conversations. Here's an uncomfortable conversation. Someone's dead, yeah. and it will probably help us in the end. I... Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Here's the
0: thing. I wonder how the conversation would be different if it wasn't Scalia and if it was uh, Justice um, yes, Ginsburg. Yes, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Because what would that conversation be exactly, like? Exactly. Because then it's flipped. She's one of the well, most liberal on there, and mm-hmm. so then would... You know, the Republicans be saying yes, we have to do this. Would the Democrats be
1: blocking it? I don't, and that's the thing. What, where does that line get drawn? Well, and one of the arguments currently happening is the Republicans are saying, well, the new tactic is if we let him appoint a new Supreme Court justice, it has to be the exact same type of justice as. Scalia. So it has to be a very conservative, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right-wing, established judge. Where is it written in the... rule? And it's not for anybody who might be confused. Where is it written in the Constitution, the law, all of it, that it has to be that way? It Mm -hmm. isn't. Just because the president who is sitting right now is not... Does not run in line with your politics doesn't mean you get right. to stall it until it does because like you said if it was the other way around and there was a Republican in office and Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, unfortunately had passed away they wouldn't be fighting at all exactly and I'm not saying exactly. the Democrats are great and wouldn't try to do the same tactic but can we stop
0: well and how many things we do have we have, to have to stop. exactly how many things do we have to decide there are a number of things on the Supreme Court's docket right now that they have to decide and they have. Eight judges, what happens in the event of a tie, and you know you have to you have to think about the things that you might be you know fighting for what you believe is right and mm-hmm. what what you think should happen with the Supreme Court, but the thing is there are legitimate cases that you are putting in jeopardy because of your arrogance and yeah. you know your desire to be right and have it your way. And here's the other thing.
1: Something that also is very, I see a, a big mm-hmm. spotlight on is this. So the concept of being a judge, in March, we're actually going to yep. have Washington State Supreme Court Judge Mary Wu on the show. Um, one of the things... I want to talk about, though, that is so obvious is, you know, judges were supposed to say that they are, we want them to be not biased. Yes, uh, If one thing Antonin and, yeah. Scalia taught me is that that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact is, as human beings, we are going to have bias. It's yep. just in there. And even on the highest court in the land, it exists from Ruth Bader Ginsburg to Antonin Scalia. There are very yeah. few people who are considered not biased in some way so that's the thing that i want to say why are we acting like and especially if uh, if the republicans are coming up and saying we're not going to let the current president pick it Mm -hmm. because we want Mm -hmm. someone as conservative as us then you're not even supporting this whole thought process of it needs to be someone who is not biased exactly because guess
0: what even if i think it should be someone pretty uh centralist or someone who has a uh you know well, like Justice Kinda, Kennedy. It, it, like Kennedy. He sits in the middle a lot of the times mm-hmm. and looks at it at a constitutional angle. Yeah. And yes, I understand you can interpret the cons- Constitution right. a thousand different ways, like, yes. like you can interpret anything. Yeah. But the thing is, I think that the Supreme Court shouldn't have that much of a bias and should be you know,
1: ruling things based on right. the Constitution. And it should be, and one of the so I because we have Mary uh, Judge Mary Wu on in the future, mm-hmm. uh, Mary, you, I'm Mary sorry, you, yeah. you kept saying totally Mary messed Wu and, that up. and, uh, <laughs> and so doesn't uh, sound quite right, uh, <laughs> Justice, you, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Please do not like. Uh-huh. Get me in front of you in front of a court. It's not going to be good. Um, No, Justice Mary, you, I've been reading a lot up on her because we're going to be, she's going to be in Spokane at the end of March. She is. We want her, we're going to have her on our show to talk about things. She's going to be up for Mm reelection on the Supreme Court. She talks a lot in her interviews about how, even though she identifies as a minority and she's a lesbian, she does her best because all of her job, it isn't about that. It's about how do I make law run coincide with our constitution and our state laws right that she mm-hmm. feels is her only that's her obligation as a judge i really think you know for all of the accusations of ruth bader Gator, ruth bader ginsburg is you know this opinionated judge doing running away because of the supreme court ruling yeah. Yeah. on gay marriage things are getting out of whack up there in I, washington yeah i'm just saying yes, at and our capital and it's time we stop Everybody go to their corners. Uh, everybody who's pouting like a little two-year-old, please take a break. We'll give you a little snack. <laughs> Breathe and remember <laughs> that we have to run this country mm-hmm. as a conversation mm-hmm. together. We started as the dem- democratic experiment, and we've gotten way off course. Right. It's, it's, because to um, experiment on anything, you have to work together.
0: It's definitely not been working for a while. Not to say that you know we we've had rough patches in our in our uh-huh. nation's history where we haven't been working together in the past, and then we got we got back together. We really need a, a political revolution. We it, really need we that to do. happen, and, and it
1: doesn't need to be led by Trump.
0: No, but you know what's crazy <laughs> is uh, he is Trump he, is Trump exactly. <laughs> he is he's standing up to the Republican side of things. Uh, just like Bernie standing up to the democratic side of right. things. But the thing is, uh comparisons there, yes, you can draw lines, but at the same time, it's not the same because uh, crazy on one side does not mean, you know, crazy on the other side. And I think Bernie Sanders is a little bit crazy and we need that. But need in that a way where of, there is a firm foundation underneath absolutely, this crazy. Absolutely. There's a plan. Not only that there's a good one, not only
1: that is it I would just helping like to say everybody out. You just named really the difference. Yeah. <laughs> there is a plan. Right. If you listen to any speech that comes out of Trump, he doesn't have a plan. He's just going to tell you that with him it'll be different, or Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have made Mm -hmm. that decision. But he's not going to tell you how he would have made the decision. Right. Because I don't really think he truly understands how the political system works, to be honest. I'll listen to him. I'm like, you realize you just can't walk into the White House and be like, this is just how it is. Here's the thing. yeah,
0: He's a a businessman, and I'm sure he has a lot of experience there. But on a political level, I— I mean to start off with the presidency, right. I don't know, that's kind of a lot to bite off right away. Exactly. Just...
1: And and I will say so I was having a conversation. It was a very political weekend having a conversation this week. And someone said to me, I have to be honest with you, I'm kind of embarrassed yeah. to say I might be a socialist leaning democrat.
0: <laughs> Which is what Bernie okay. has
1: been called many times. Yes. But why are you embarrassed? Thank you. Why do you to have to be say embarrassed? that.
0: It's I think, you know, this whole word socialism I we think it's have, a positive thing. Right. I think liberal is a positive thing. Progressive is a positive mm-hmm. thing. Socialist is a positive thing. Democratic. You can't let other people shame you into believing, like right. not wanting to believe these things. Well, Own we've up let to it.
1: We've let the media stigmatize certain words and to mold them into these horrible Mm -hmm. things. When in reality, if you look at definitions of certain things, oh wait, what we've created as the definition isn't really the definition. Mm -hmm. The fear-mongering we have put around this word is just that. It's fear-mongering, and it's not reality. The fact is, as Americans, we have to accept the fact that we don't educate ourselves Mm -hmm. as voters, that we vote when we don't know half of the issues, because all we want is for the media to tell us what to think. And then we blame the media for doing that to us when we see things go bad. We take no personal responsibility anymore. We don't. For how to vote in this country. And I'll tell you, one of the greatest ways to kind of look at how we're seen is to first listen to news reports that are done in a country that is not our own, and to talk to people who do not live here, and to get an idea of what they think of us as Americans. It's fascinating. It is fascinating and very disheartening. And it
0: is. It's, a, you know, <laughs> it's not a perfect system here. And I no. think a lot of us have realized that but don't want to see it because we're all upset with the White House. We're all upset mm-hmm. with Congress. We're all upset with Washington. And we but say we need say something it, to change.
1: Right. Does that mean I have to do something? And I think that's right. where the breakdown exactly. comes in. Exactly. It seems exhausting. And change is hard. It takes yeah. forever. And, yeah. But if you don't change it, I was talking to an environmentalist this mm-hmm. weekend and they say it's too late because we have waited so long to do something because mm-hmm. we, it's just, but it's and here's just the too thing. much
3: work.
0: Here's a, Here's the thing. It is too late. It is too too late to go back to how it was before. But the thing is that should never stop us from going and trying anyways and doing the best we can at this moment because Hallelujah. Preaching you know brother. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing with the political system. Is it is probably, you know, a big task. And it's too late to go back and say, We need to get money out of politics. We can't do that already. It's too no. deeply ingrained. So we have to start somewhere anyways and see yeah. what we can do so to So we can it.
1: begin. It's not an overnight all sudden no, money's out of politics, it's not. but it's it's an it's uh, an acceptance of the truth that we have to get money out of politics. Right. Step two, get someone in there who's going to begin to make the change. Right? Someone right. mentioned, you know, one of the criticisms of Bernie is he's too old. That will he live through a first term? Would he even live through a second term? But they said, in the end, either one of those scenarios, he's probably the man that's going to go there and do whatever exactly. he wants because he knows and here's the thing. he's not going to have to deal with repercussions, so he might yeah. as well go in and <laughs> clean out. He, he house. can just
0: do it. And the thing is about Bernie is if he's the president, he's not going to change everything. Mm-hmm. He's going to start... The big movement that will, but he can't, he can't possibly in eight years, even if no. he has all eight years, change everything and make it all work. There's no way. No. But he is a key to starting that conversation, mm-hmm. starting the movement, starting mm-hmm.
1: the direction in the in which way it needs to go. I'm going to be very interested now that we know Nevada was taken by Hillary, but by only five percentage points. It was close. Um, Bernie hasn't stopped because no. it's been so close every time mm-hmm. that what I'm going to be fascinated with as we get closer to the Democratic National Convention to where they choose who their candidate is that they're going to back is the conversation that's happening there cuz to me if the if over here we're looking at Trump I don't see a viable candidate over in the Republican side no. to even listen to no. anymore mm-hmm. so that means I want to know what the conversation between Hillary and Bernie is that's the one we need to watch. Absolutely, we and, do. Yeah. We need to understand that. And to be honest, everybody needs to wash their hands of the crazy. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> just Ain't accepting crazy here. We all full up. It's that so. little brother
0: over there who just kind of is a mess. Yeah. And you're but like, I don't Let's look at the whatever. conversation
1: that I think is going to yep. actually count. And it's that. And it's going to get more and more involved uh, as we move forward. And the one thing that I like about Bernie and Hillary is that they at least, even when they disagree... Can have conversations that yes, I can look at yes. and I can see the intelligence and then I can go mm-hmm. do my research and make fact check it. People should probably do that with Trump. Always um, do that. Fact check it and see what I think mm-hmm. about that. You know your outspoken boys love politics.
0: We we live politics. Yeah, and oh, it's, it's happening right it's now. It's great.
1: So, you know. It's, an, between, exciting time. it's an exciting time. In between our great interviews. Yeah. We're, we're going to throw this stuff in there. Yeah. Anytime you have something to say to the boys about it, I mean, you could always call us up in the studio. You're more than welcome to do that. If there's time to have you on the air. we will. Or you can email us. Or you can tweet us. Or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash outspokesman. Uh, you can go there. We're always interested in hearing what you have to say. We know you don't always agree. And, and that's um, okay. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And remember, if you do agree, it's not enough to take our word for it. Yes. Never. There's responsibility in media. And we need to take it.
0: Do your research. And we always say that because we mean it. So we're going to take a quick break. We are. We're going to listen to a song by Garrick, who we had on a little over a month ago. And it's going to be his song, Cavity. So that's exciting. Let's listen to it. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake, Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken.
1: Now for the the interview you all have been waiting for, for uh, I think we announced a little over a month ago. He's a YouTube sensation with hundreds of millions of viewers. He attacks topics from sex positivity to ageism in the gay community to getting straight guys to do just about anything, really. Outspoken is very pleased to welcome Davey Wavy to the airwaves. Davey, are you there?
4: I'm
1: here. Hey guys. Hi. Hey. It's uh, kind of weird to hear your voice talking to yeah. us when I'm just used to watching your videos and, and hearing you there. So it's it's a very surreal moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's well, great. Unfortunately, it's
4: there's no pause or, or mute button for you either. So <laughs> <laughs> <I> apologize. <laughs> yeah. To this is it. <laughs> I know,
1: right? This is Davey Un- uncensored. Here he is. Right. I love it.
0: <laughs> so Davy, you know, YouTube's only been around for just over a decade now, and it's grown into this huge network of original content. But from everyday people, uh, when you started your channel, did you already see and understand the impact and magnitude of YouTube and the network?
4: Oh, my gosh, no. Yeah, I had no idea. (laughs) I I started making my videos, I guess, like eight and a half years ago now. Yeah. And, uh, And when I did, it was kind of just like people playing with their webcams and... I was just really doing it for fun. And I thought that in 10 or 20 or 30 years, it'd be cool to kind of look back on my life
3: mm-hmm. and
4: seeing the things that I was doing or the books I was reading. I right, never had right. like any any idea that people would like tune in or enjoy or want to watch. <laughs> and when they did, it was kind of initially for me a little bit like, off-putting because like, oh my gosh, these people are commenting on, on, on my life and what I'm yeah,
3: doing. Yeah. But
4: very quickly I realized, you know, the power that there is in the platform and really that there was an opportunity to have the conversations with my audience that, um, you know, a lot of us weren't really having in life. So it it evolved pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. I mean, talk about just one or two, you know, Sergey and I are thrilled if, if, you know, 12 (laughs) people watch us. But if you're... You have like millions of people. What was the video, or can you even pinpoint, what was the video where you noticed that major shift, that the trajectory had obviously uh, been turned up a lot? And do you know what video that was? Or was it just a moment that you were like, oh, this is crazy?
4: Yeah, no, I do. It it was my eighth video. Um, I I was living in Toronto at the time, and I caught my neighbor doing something. And I made a video about what he was doing, <laughs> hmm. um, and people okay. can search it if they want. I was going to say everybody uh, is going to right now. <laughs> <laughs> and and suddenly that video, you know, had millions of views, oh, okay. and um, and it was like, oh gosh, yeah. all right, this is you know, this is happening. I, sure. I will say though, it wasn't until maybe, uh, five years ago that it became my full-time job. So I was still kind of just playing with it. It was still a hobby. Mm -hmm. Um, but now, now I'm all in.
0: Yeah. Well, that's so interesting. (laughs) Your neighbor made you famous in a way. Interesting. (laughs) Now, now that it's, (laughs) that's okay. Send him a thank you note. It's probably better that way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, depends on what he was doing. (laughs) Um, now it's your full-time job now. And content is so key when it comes to media, especially on YouTube. How do you consistently, you know, develop such unique and engaging videos, and where do the in- ideas and inspiration for those come from?
4: Yeah, it's funny. People people ask me this question a lot, and I feel like I, I, there's a lot of things. First mm-hmm. of all, like, when you look at the umbrella of the LGBT community, I think I've made, like, yeah, I don't know, like, 800 videos. Right. Um, there's obviously more than 800 things to talk about in our <laughs> community that, like, I feel like in a lot of ways, I'm really just like scratching the surface and I could never really run out of ideas. <laughs> I, I also think though, that, um, you know, some of the videos are, are really silly and stupid and some of them take a little bit more thought and effort. But I think when you know that you have to create, you know, 50 to a hundred videos a year, mm-hmm. um, you kind of always are thinking of ideas. And I think, I think a lot of people view creativity as like this well that runs dry, but um my experience has been it's it's I guess it's more like going to the gym. it's like a muscle because the more the more I use it, the stronger it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I don't know I just have this I have a list of my next like two hundred or three hundred oh, videos wow. that I want to create, and I just keep adding to it and working through it.
1: Oh, you are way too organized for us. (laughs) (laughs) There's Now I understand. There it is. That's why. Now, you mentioned in that, that answer yourself, I mean, you mentioned that you deal with basically pretty much anything from fun, fluff. I mean, you deal with fun entertainment subjects to big things like, I mean, open relationships has been a thing lately to ageism. First I wanna yeah. ask, how do you deal with the critics? Because they can get pretty loud. And I wanna say most notably, David Michael Connors wrote a scathing article in Huffington Post called Hello from the Other Re- from the Other Side. And it was a response to your ageism video. I mean, it's gotta feel, I mean, you're you're just putting your your you know, your voice beyond something you find that is important, and then something I mean, that article is hard to read. What how do yeah. you even begin to to react and respond.
4: You know, I think I've been doing this for so long that, that um, the criticism generally falls into like two categories. Mm -hmm. Um, One is, is kind of just like the insults and, and and you know that when people make those, that it has nothing really to do with you. So those are kind of easy to dismiss. Um, The other feedback or the other criticism I think is more constructive. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I really like when I see something where someone's trying to make a point or, um, you know, I, I always think it's worth looking at because I'm not at all under the impression that I'm doing everything the best that I can, that there's sure. obviously room for me to grow and to do things better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to look for kernels of truth in that. Right. Um, I think with the article that you were mentioning, which was in response to a video that I did about how the younger generation of uh, gay men really need to appreciate the older generation for all the sacrifices that they've made, um, the article basically called me out and said, Hey, you know, Davey, like that's a great thing to say, but the reality is you don't have older people in your mm-hmm. videos. And in fact, your videos are very white and very young and muscular. Right. And it shows a very kind of small segment of the population, mm-hmm. which I think if that were true, it would have been a really accurate criticism, mm-hmm. um, and something to look at. But as I responded to the article, you know, in the last year alone, eighty-eight people. In my videos are not young, cisgender, right. muscular, white, mm-hmm. gay men. Um, the problem is, no one knows that because the only videos that people watch right. are the ones with like the shirtless porn stars or right. that are more salacious. And I think that the real conversation is, well, why is it so difficult to elevate um, to elevate these other voices, and right. why do these other videos not get the attention that that um, the more shirtless? sexy videos
1: do right you know and i want to tell you first of all i want to say you know i i i've watched you for for quite a while and i will say on our very show i have both celebrated and i've i've called out what i you know criticisms i've had for you yourself but i respect you a lot one of the great things that your ageism video did is sergey and i who've been doing this show close to three years there's a 20 year age gap between us and it made Mm -hmm. us have a conversation about that very aspect of ageism because of the video you posted. So criticism or not, you started a conversation that I think is, we need uncomfortable conversations. We need, especially in our own community, in the gay community. And for Sergey and I coming from two different generations, it was such an important conversation for he and I to have. And uh, that was based on your video.
4: Yeah and it was funny cuz that that video um when I made it it was really just kind of a reaction to something that had happened in life and you know I'm 32 now and 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 maybe it's because I'm getting more sensitive to to um to ageism as I right. start to get a little bit older mm-hmm. um but it was really kind of just a quick video that I made and I was so surprised I think within the first weekend that I posted it it had five million views on Facebook
3: Yeah. Um, wow.
4: and usually for a video to, to perform like that, um, I usually have to package it in a way that's like, you know, that's uh, a little bit more interesting and engaging. It was, this was yeah. really just mm-hmm. a, a very kind of simple rant. Um, and it was really exciting for me to see the reaction that it got. Um, right. Cause I think it was a very kind of like pure, simple and quick video. Um, and, and I guess it really, it really struck a chord with folks. And it I did, think yeah. it
1: shows us what's, I think it's a great way of of a barometer to show us the important conversations we need to continue to have in our community. Yeah. I think that's a great way to, yeah. to gauge it.
0: Well, and that's a great thing, you know, for us to do with the YouTube media and the content on there, but on a lighter note, you know, your videos, you love being naked, shirtless in your underwear all the time. Why is that? Uh, Is it a sense of freedom that you have, or is it just comfortable for you?
4: (laughs) Okay, I'm not even... It's funny because I always get... uh, People always ask about that, and and I'm not... um, (laughs) I'm not always naked in my videos, first of all. Okay, well, yeah,
1: true. (laughs) We like to think that you are. (laughs) And hope.
4: (laughs) Secondly, I think for me, it's it's so funny because it's like... I'm making these videos in my house, like 90 yeah. percent of the time, yeah. and and especially if it's just me in it, it's like you know I come home from the gym and take a shower or whatever, set my camera up, and and generally when I'm at home, like I'm just in my underwear or you know in 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 gym shorts, and I think YouTube is a lot about authenticity, and yeah. and and for me to like be like, all right, well I'm gonna record this video, let me go. Into my closet here and put some clothes on, and <laughs> I'm just I just turn the camera on, and you know it's the state that I'm in. I, I'm also very much aware of the fact that I, I you know, it, it, it certainly there's an element of marketing to it that oh, good over the yeah. years has has <laughs> has certainly worked to my sure you know, yeah. advantage because I think people are more apt to click a shirtless torso, yeah. uh, <laughs> right? Uh, but there's also a lot of shirtless torsos on the internet, yes, <laughs> like there to think are. That, you know, it's it's going to take a little bit more than skin to, to keep, um, to keep people, maybe the skin pulls them in, but the message hopefully right. keeps them.
1: Yeah. Thank goodness, or I would not have a career. <laughs> that's so, That's a beautiful, beautiful statement. Um, you are so open. I mean, it's very vulnerable to not only be, you know, shirtless or, or half naked or whatever in some of your videos, but you also talk about personal things in your life. I mean, you came out as sex positive and, and, you know, wanting to promote people having a different view of sex, and you admitted. You wanted to come out and say, hey, I know there's a stigma, but I'm in an open relationship. What is it that makes you want to be that vulnerable with your public?
4: Yeah, I don't know. You know, for me, it's really not a matter of feeling vulnerable. Or It was, with the open relationship in particular, um, I don't really share too much about my own relationship and, and, right. and um, certain aspects of my life. Like my, my boyfriend doesn't make YouTube videos and um, he didn't sign up for that and, and and I get that. And so I kind of respect that, uh, that privacy and the boundaries there. But I think um, when I look at uh, kind of the people who are in positions to have platforms in the world, uh, you don't really see any examples of people in an open relationship or at least being honest about being in an open relationship, um, with a healthy relationship and, and, um, that it seemed to me there was an opportunity there to really kind of just be like, Hey, this is something that I'm doing for myself. It Mm -hmm. it, it works for me. Um, and it is an option that's available to you. Um, and so that's kind of why I decided to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and didn't really anticipate <laughs>
3: I <laughs> kind of thought people would
4: be like oh okay cool right. um but of course there was a really strong reaction to it and you understand that because oh yeah. yeah we live in a society where where you know we're taught from a very young age um that you know monogamy is, is right the relationship that mm-hmm. we should all aspire to mm-hmm. and this is the mold we should fit into and for me it's kind of like. We're all too different and interesting and dynamic to mm-hmm. have one relationship model that that fits for everyone. right. Um, and so this is kind of my way of of reminding folks about that.
1: Well, it is a very it's, I love that you even done some interviews after the fact to talk about here's the thing. Uh, what I find interesting about the reaction is we act like we cannot allow another point of view into our conversation in our society when there's you know I would I would hope we're at a point in our society that we can, Uh, be adults and be able to talk about these are actual things out there and like you said when you you did the video the stigma keeps so many people from being open about just who they are and i mean it's almost like a different closet you know that we've all finally yeah that we're doing so i think that conversation i like is continuing
4: yeah oh yeah and 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 the reality is there are tons of people in all of our lives who are in open relationships oh yeah and and some of it we may know about and probably a lot of it we don't. Um and and I think when we try to fit into this because we're not talking about it and everyone tries to fit into this mold of monogamy, mm-hmm. you see things like I was looking at statistics and it was for straight couples, straight married couples. And it was like forty five percent of women and sixty percent of married men cheat. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, okay, like we need to have we need to have a conversation around. We about do, this. yeah. And and by the way, and those relationships are open relationships just minus the honesty.
2: And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That, that is
4: that
1: there's the difference. The difference between no an open integrity. relationship yeah. and cheating is honesty and mm-hmm. integrity. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. I think the honesty right. and integrity option of in an open relationship, I think, is a better option than the cheating.
0: Right. We need to allow ourselves the option of having an open relationship and saying that's yeah, yeah, okay communication yeah, is totally, involved. Totally. Yeah. That's a really yeah, I
4: think yeah. I was just gonna say, I think the thing that people uh, brush up against when when you start talking about open relationships, and the reaction gets very strong
3: uh-huh.
4: around uh, around fear. and and right. um, they're they're afraid that that they're gonna lose their partner, They're afraid of jealousy, all these things. And um, for me, it's like if you know m- my partner could could meet someone new at the supermarket, at Starbucks, uh, at the gym, at school, wherever and um part of really loving someone is wanting them to be happy and if he feels a better connection with that person wherever he meets them and yes it could be grinder through a hookup mm-hmm. like i would want him to to be able to to be able to explore like he's not a prisoner to my to my relationship like that's right. not sure. that's not what love is in fact i would say that's kind of the opposite of what love <laughs> right. is um and So, um, I don't know. I just try to check in on that, especially when, when I, yeah, because I'm human too and, 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 do get uncomfortable in certain situations. Um, but that's a, it's, it's a hard conversation.
0: It really is, but I'm glad we're having it and that, you know, your videos help people have that. Now, another part of your channel and your life really is, uh, you love traveling And uh, you traveled in uh, one particular video uh, to Spain with luxury lifestyle curator Dwayne Wells, someone who's really different than you um, and always happens to wear a lot of clothing. And, (laughs) you know, you like tank tops and not tank tops. And, you know, what is it like to go abroad with someone so vastly different than you and different perspectives?
4: So Dwayne and I have been really good friends yeah. for, for several years, and I met Dwayne during a press trip to Manchester Pride, and he said that as soon as he met me, you know, I pull, I get up to the to the gate, and we're all waiting to board the plane, and I'm in mm-hmm. my, like, tank top and shorts, and yeah. he has his, like, you know, three-piece suit and scarf <laughs> on, or whatever, yep. yeah. and he, he was like, I immediately thought I was going to hate you. <laughs> right. And. And it was the exact opposite. We just we were like inseparable for the entire trip, and I think it's. I mean, we are literally, like, well, black and white, like literally <laughs> black and white, but right. but really kind of like polar opposites, and yeah. we really just complement each other, and and I appreciate the ways that he pushes me, and 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 vice versa. So we decided we're like you know we really need to to put some sort of like video format together. So we went to Spain, and I made him do all the things that he hates doing, including, like, jumping out of a plane. (laughs) Yeah. Which which you didn't end up doing. (laughs) <laughs> i right. yeah. jumped out of a plane before i was like you know what <laughs> and, he got and i also okay. kind of knew that he was really going to hate me for yeah. not jumping out of the plane after i really like encouraged him to do it sure sure and i thought that would be a lot more interesting yeah. um, it was so just your director's a, mind <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's, that's that's good content yeah so um we're gonna do a whole bunch of 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 uh, additional trips, so that's oh, good, kind good. Of, good. we're just getting started with that. I love it. That's I do exciting. want to
1: remind listeners if you've just joined, we are li- we are talking with uh, YouTube sensation himself, Davey Wavy. Many of you have been waiting for this interview, so that is who is on the line. I want to ask you: Is YouTube like? Has it become like your your dream job?
4: Yeah, you know, it. it I feel like I have the best job in the world. Like I am literally. Right doing what I love like driven by what I'm passionate about in a way that hopefully helps other people. I mean, it's not like I, I'm curing cancer, you know, I'm making videos <laughs> about LGBT topics, let's be right. real. but like, I think for some people, you know, it, it, whether it makes them laugh or smile or gives them some information, um, that there is a value in it. And, and for me, that feels very purposeful mm-hmm. and, um, I pinch myself every day. And, and, and I think, like while uh, it may have started with YouTube, I kind of think of it in a broader way now because, you know, I'm putting a lot of videos on Facebook and, um, and tweeting and Instagram and, and, um, and Vessel, which is a, you know, another YouTube like platform. So I think now it's, as I kind of evolve what I do, it's more of like a, like virtual storyteller type job. And to me, like that's, that's just so exciting
0: virtual storyteller. I like it. Now this, this job comes with a lot of exposure and with your level, do you feel like there's pressure, uh, to have some sort of responsibility to the LGBT community? You know, that you have to be an advocate that you have to speak out and you have to be a model for a perfect LGBT, you know, virtual storyteller.
4: Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I do feel pressure, I think, in Mm -hmm. the sense of, um, I think because my platform is as large as it is um, to use it in a way that really contributes to the conversation in a positive way.
3: Uh, And
4: I think part of the transition that I have made in the last year or so is like as a cisgender white gay man, I feel like my story has very largely been told um, and that probably has received a disproportionate amount of energy and attention. And so part of my evolution in this is to tell um, the stories that, that maybe don't get as much attention, um, you know, contrary to the article that you referenced earlier, <laughs>
3: um,
4: but to really kind of expand the conversation. And I, a few months ago, launched the, um, a scholarship program called Rising Rainbows, which gives funding and publicity to uh, LGBT content creators with fewer than 10,000 subscribers from underrepresented communities um and that has felt um really kind of interesting and challenging mm-hmm. to push that initiative forward um and and so yeah i mean there is pressure but uh, i think that's a good thing and it and it kind of keeps me in check and right yeah, um, yeah
1: so tell everybody who all of your fans and especially uh, our listeners here on on our show what's next what can we look for that that you you you're doing I mean you mentioned the scholarship program uh, what's next for Davy wavy that your fans can look forward to
4: yeah you know it's a it's a good question uh, I, a lot of my focus has been on my underwear line dirty fit which yes um, is is still kind of in the incubation processes, we've, we've rolled out the first few lines.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, so there's going to be a lot of really great movement in that area. And I think for my YouTube content, it really is going to be a continuation of that evolution of, of, of telling, you know, other people's stories. I will obviously still chime in and, and like the ageism video, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, speak up when I, when I feel inspired to do so. But for me, um, a lot of it is like knowing when to kind of step back from the spotlight and right. and, and shine it on someone else. Um, so I think that's the that's the direction for, uh, awesome. for now. But, you and know, it's always evolving. I just
1: want to tell you, you know, if you feel like you need some big gay bear in your video, I, I will I will sacrifice and volunteer <laughs> for you.
4: always need gay bears Um, right exactly so i'll be
1: right down
0: jonathan (laughs) you are such such a guinea pig here i I love it now as we wrap up uh this interview i just wanted to ask you of you know all our listeners out there a lot of them have big dreams and what miraculous life-altering advice can you give them to help them out with the dreams or to you know give them hope and say it's 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 yet to come but it's in the future
4: yeah, you know, it's, I, I think the um, it, people ask that a lot about, especially as it pertains to YouTube. Um, right, yeah. Of course, when I was growing up, YouTube wasn't even uh, like a job possibility <laughs> right. for because it hadn't <laughs> been invented yet. Yeah. Um, and now people are like, well, how do I, you know, become successful on the platform? And I think um, there's two pieces. I think first, that we have to not measure the success by like the number of views, and I, that's very tempting to do. But um, the other element is to really, not be another Davy Wavy or Tyler Oakley or Troy Savon or, you know, there's all these amazing YouTubers out there that do a really great job, but you're never going to be a better Tyler Oakley than Tyler Oakley is. Right. Uh, and, and what made Tyler Oakley so successful is how authentic he is. Um, and so it's really a matter of um, finding your voice, figuring out what your message is and uh, sharing it in a way that resonates with people and, um, and I think if you do that and you do that really well and maybe take your shirt off every now and then, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, whatever but we're, I, works, works. we're not
1: going to lie. You sent us some amazing photos to use in our marketing and we're not, we're not ashamed. <laughs> we We used it. <laughs> Um we want to say I, one of the things that I think people can get from our interview especially but just if they just listen to you which is you are mo- way more than a guy who takes his shirt off there is way more to to what you do than that and I think that's amazing and we need people more like that being outspoken to make our community grow and that's what we need. So uh we definitely thank you for that. Now we always ask our favorite guests if they would mind giving us a little sound bite that basically says, Hi, I'm Davey Wavy, and you're listening to, you know, Outspoken or whatever. Would you mind doing that for us? Yeah, of course. You are wonderful. Are you like, ready? Yeah, we'll give you a three second countdown and then you're good to go. So one, two, three.
4: Hey, I'm Davy Wavy and you are listening to Outspoken.
1: You are amazing, sir. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us on Outspoken today.
4: No, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you guys so much. Okay.
1: Wonderful. You have an amazing day.
4: All right, you too. Take care.
1: Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 I'm really pumped up. I really liked that interview. That
0: was great. And if you just... <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. If you just caught the end of it, that was
1: Davy Wavy. And if you do... First of all, if you do live in a cave and maybe you don't have internet and you don't know who Davy Wavy is, go find out. Uh, <laughs> you, you can watch his YouTube channel. He has uh, his website, of course, DavyWavyTV. Check him out. He has some... First of all, very entertaining Mm -hmm. videos, Mm -hmm. and also very discussion-based. You and I have had plenty of discussions on some of his videos, and I'm sorry, but it isn't. He can get... And I wanted to ask him, but, you know... We we kept him for a long time, and I know he has things to do. But I, I so want to know. We're gonna to have to have him back and talk about how in the world do you get straight guys to do all the things you're able I to get know. them to do. How do
0: you get them to put a dildo in their butt? I know. How does that happen? How does
1: that work? He is the whi- he's the straight guy whisperer. Yeah,
0: because I'll bet you if you can get a dildo in their butt, you can probably get <laughs> some else in their butt, and
1: that's okay. I would like that. that I would like. I think Davey needs to <laughs> tell me. Give me the secret, <laughs> and then we're going to move forward. Yes. And so we'll be sure, Kurt, make sure you keep this part of the segment you send him. So, so he knows we have more questions. But one of the big things that I did want to, to point out was there is way more to Davy Waving than just a man that looks yes. amazing in a set yes, of briefs. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that was a fun interview for me. That was
0: I Yeah And you know what You and I both watch him You and I both love 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 the heck out of him Yes Uh, And a lot of the things He talks about Mm -hmm. And so that was It was exciting Like you said To hear, hear the voice But not see the face was, like, I know. I'm like, on? can you come Very in sorry.
1: studio and just and I love that we just we stereotype him yeah. and we're like, you're never clothed. I know. He's like, no, <laughs> there are things like you just don't watch that. I much. know. <laughs> okay, so that's a true statement he, as well. He
0: tried to make a big point that he's not always shirtless, <laughs> right? but we like to believe he Yes,
1: is, we do. I want to say just I just got go I just got a message from a listener who said I loved that interview. So for everybody who was waiting for Davy Wavy, I'm glad we could deliver that. Guess what? We will probably have him back because well, he has to agree, but we're yeah <laughs> we're we're willing to have him back exactly in yeah. person. And you know what?
0: Somebody just now uh, messaged me and said, "Who's next? Tyler Oakley, Troy Sivan, Marky um, Miller?" You know Question what? mark. I guess you
1: better listen every week because I guess you'll find out. You never know. You never
0: know. We might, we might we might get we might get that Tyler on there. We and
1: might, and we've been we've been wanting to exactly. We'll send him Davies and everybody say hey. And you know what? If Davy we get, loved our show. You know, I, I, here's allegedly th- he loved allegedly our show. he
0: did. I will say this: Jonathan has proposed like thirty times on the show, at every least. show. Right?
3: <laughs> it is about
0: my turn, and since Kurt right. has uh, declined me the the opportunity to to get Sam Smith and propose to him, <laughs> that's okay. I did it myself. Tyler Oakley. <laughs> the moment he's on, I will be proposing to him. Yeah. Oh, yes. There Because he
1: was the first. It, right, and right. that is that See, will be
0: officially my first propos- proposition. Can I say what proposal? People
1: don't know air. from b behind the scenes uh, the d- only difference between you and I is I publicly say who I want to propose to you tell me everybody you propo- behind the name scenes em. name them name them Tyler life.
0: Oakley Sam Smith name another one and there's more and no
1: there is not <laughs> Trace of no
0: I did not say. I said he has a beautiful voice and I love his songs.
1: I love that. He has like a photographic memory or something. Whatever. I'm sure there's more. Okay. Yeah. I do ask more men to marry me than you do. That's so okay. That's, that's okay. I.
0: That's not a bad thing. You just like open marriages and I oh. like open marriages with and two people. Hey,
1: and this is what... Yeah, open marriages, that's kind of monogamish, right? right? Monogamish. And, yeah. yeah. So I do... I also want to say that, hey, uh, if you're listening, um, Davy Wavy, I just got another... Message saying, you know what? I kind of think he's awesome now. There so you go. See, Lots see, of people. We, we work hard, but let's take a break.
0: Let's take a break. Let's listen to a song that I kind of haven't heard in a while, but I wanted to bring back, and this is this is gonna be Mumford and Sons, The Boxer.
1: You are listening to KYRS, Medical Lake, Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken with your Outspoken boys, Sergey and Jonathan. We just finished talking to YouTube sensation celebrity... Uh, of course, Davy Wavy. That was actually a fun interview. I got a lot of comments from people saying they really enjoyed that. Some people that saying they're, they're new fans now, and I think that's... We've converted that's people into right. Davy Wavy fans. I know, and I mean, it's not that hard, but it's no. still, I, I want us to take Credit for it. I know, uh, right. Without further ado, you know it's the part of the show everybody waits for because we always tell you to be educated voters and to talk about what you know, and then we talk about sports. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> educated. Right. Hmm. So here's your uh, what you've been waiting for. It is your Sports Minute with the Outspoken Boys, sponsored by the CCE Sports Network. And we want to talk about uh, a little tiny man who made a very big comment that has... Sp- set waves, waves across Huge uh, waves. society right now. Uh-huh. And we're talking, of course, about the boxer Manny Piqueo, who is, um, he is in politics. Yeah, he's a Filipino politician. Yeah, and so he is currently part in of the their House of Rep- Representatives. Of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, recently, there was a question that came up about the LGBTQ community, and he made an interesting correlation bef- about gay people and animals. Right. To be honest, uh, basically saying that we are we are not better than animals, at least in the animal kingdom, that they there are no same sex. There are no same sex, meaning or any, which is scientifically proven not true. So he's not speaking true. Mm -hmm. And that they animals know enough to stick to opposite sex. So therefore, if human beings do not know, we are worse then animals of course that sent out a wave nike has dropped him right. as he's no longer one of their um
0: there there has been an amazing response Against him, lots of
1: high-profile sports people coming out and saying "Mm, we don't support this. Not going to support this.
0: Well done. And now he issued an apology, but it's one of those apologies where it's like, I'm sorry, I'm getting criticized. Not, I'm sorry, I said (laughs) something. Not that I feel like I said anything wrong. So he's apologized for anyone he's hurt and comparing humans
1: to animals, but he doesn't. I mean, he he doesn't agree with no. He was expounding on biblical what he calls biblical truth and would rather obey God than obey the desire. Of the flesh, so I mean, Oy vey. I think I'm glad Nike dropped. And we were just talking about Nike last week when Adidas yeah. came out and yeah. said, "Hey, we're not gonna uh, get rid of any of our uh, our, our sports athletes who um, have deals with us that happen to be gay." Right. We were like, "That's mm-hmm. a no brainer." Well, Nike when this happened went a step further and said because you are so anti gay Manny Pacquiao you're you might be a great boxer yep. but bye bye we're not going to let you represent our brand
0: which is so important for companies to do especially right? sports companies right now cuz cuz sports is such a you know it's still evolving in the LGBT community hugely
1: Yeah, it's still, and and a lot of the thinking is still very 50 years ago. It is. In that I do want to say, of course, we all were talking about Manny last spring when he was in a title fight with uh, boxer Floyd Merriweather, or Mayweather Merriweather. (laughs) That's the drag queen version. Uh, (laughs) Floyd Mayweather, and he lost. Not Mayweather, but manny so it seems like he's just on a losing streak you know i think so (laughs) i think it's the karma getting to him i think you don't like the gays you're gonna lose i think i'm right there with you and i am i do love reading every day i swear there's one more pro athlete who's coming out and saying that was really cool what he said yeah you know to say those things but i do want a message to manny himself check your facts Mm -hmm. before you talk uh, the animal kingdom has plenty now, of same sex uh, goings on.
0: To be fair, and I'm going to of- offend another Asian country here, oh, but to be fair, I know <laughs> he is in the Philippines, and I don't know if they have internet there yet <gasps> and if they can check the facts. And I don't know how that works. Hey, first of all, though,
1: he is successful and has money. So he has no excuse. There you go. He He can fly to the U.S. where he does have it. No, I'm kidding. The CCE Sports (laughs) Network, they just washed their hands of us. Yeah, we're gone. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's it. (laughs) But it is shameful and it is nice to see company stepping up and saying yeah. we're done with you especially yeah. like as you said in the athlete world where this is still an issue that's being kind of bounced around and exactly no one, it hasn't landed firmly anywhere and yeah right
0: especially when we're still dealing with things like the nfl and you know
1: all of that i know right so that was your cce sports minute with the outspoken boys one of the things you can ask yourself is do is this and we ask it every week do we is it good that Nike dropped him based on an opinion? Is that, do you think that's enough of a reason to drop, drop someone from a contract? Yeah. I mean, so ask yourself that and then let us know in the comments below.
0: And also additional question just by Sergey Garenkin, not a, not, not affiliated by outspoken <laughs> or CC sports network. Do we think Philippine countries should Philippine? have Philippine, the Philippines should have the internets.
1: That is my question. <laughs> the Internets question mark. I <laughs> Are you channeling Donald Trump? I am is channeling, that I'm channeling probably my grandparents right now. <laughs> the I love it. Well, there you are. It, it's entertaining and offensive, as which is our favorite combination. <laughs> so. Entertaining and offensive. Not so, intentionally, though. No. Not intentionally. There you go.
0: Um, we are in just one moment going to have uh Kenneth. Kenneth Mogan. Mogan. On He's the air. going
1: to debut Get this, debut his latest single on our show. We're excited to have him. We hope he's excited to be yeah. here. If he's listened to this show, we don't know yet. So. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, pe- a- a- allegedly, yes. he was on Periscope. I le- I got that note. Yeah, so, so we'll, we'll and see. We'll talk to and him. He's and he's still and, called in, so uh, it, it could uh, be good. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe it's it's us or maybe it's bad judgment. I don't know. We'll find <laughs> out. All right. Kenneth, are you there?
1: I am hello. Uh, hello, hello. Welcome. Thank you for calling in on a Sunday to do some exciting stuff that we are thrilled that you have chosen our program to do it. I did hear it's you real. were you were peeking at our program though. So do you feel like it's yeah. still good judgment? <laughs> Yes, very much so. <laughs> oh, this, this is the place? <laughs> this is the place. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. See, hey, for everyone listening, we asked. So, hey, it's not on us. <laughs> there you go. We wash our hands of us. Now, the, your new single is called
0: It Was Love, and uh, it's, it's not really been nationally released yet on a radio station. You want to do it here. Talk to us a little bit about that, uh, your single and how you know it know what came it's about. to
4: be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I wrote a song about a boyfriend I had in high school. Okay. Um, he had passed away a couple of years ago and I found some old photos and I just started writing and, um, the words just kind of
2: came out. And then my songwriting partner, um, his name is Phil. He kind of took the song with his girlfriend and they turned it into what it was. He did the music and melody and I was so excited for it. And um, then my friend came along. I wasn't going to release it yet because it's so different than what I've released before. I did a lot of club kind of stuff before. Mm -hmm. But this is more of a singer-songwriter thing. like, It's so different. People are going to hate it. And my friend, we had a few drinks. He's like, you know what? We're going to release it. And (laughs) we released it. And people have loved it. I mean, it's gotten great reviews. So I'm super excited. Yeah, this is, I think, the very first premiere of it on the air. So I'm very excited. I'm very grateful to you guys for, for playing it for me. Well, well,
0: We're excited to
1: yeah, play we're Yeah, we're more than happy. It's been fun kind of doing some research mm. on you and, and hearing some of your past music. So without further ado, would you mind introducing the debut single right here? And then we'll play it right away.
2: Yes, this is called It Was Love.
0: You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake, Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And And this is Outspoken.
1: And that was Kenneth Mogan, who just debuted his single, It Was Love, on our program. And I have to say, we were talking during the break. Yes, we were. I've listened to this song. Yeah. Then we just got the story about it written about an ex-boyfriend from high school who recently in the last couple of years yeah. passed away, and now i'm dying um depressing right so and sad. so makes the song Even it was well, beautiful before it's ten times more beautiful yeah. now, and it's killing me. So, what What a personal story to, to share with the world. Yeah. So, that's pretty brilliant. I think, I think okay. that's awesome. In the,
0: in the history of Outspoken, I think there's been three guests that have made us tear up or
1: cry on this show. <laughs> right. uh, he's number four, and You're he right? wasn't even
0: a full time guest. He was introducing a song, and he you did know, it. And he did it. I, that's uh, That's pretty good. a record breaker.
1: That's also why we're bringing him as a spotlight, and <laughs> I think it's at the end of March or beginning of April. Okay, um, so we're bringing tissues. <laughs> t- t- yes, so we'll bring tissues. T- t- First of all, he's very talented. Um, I'm, I'm excited. To he talk has a to great him. voice, and I I'm yeah. excited to talk to him more. And uh, if you're listening, we thank you for, you know, sharing with us. First of all, the story. Second of all, the song. Yes, so, yes. But beautiful. that was amazing. Anyways, remember, we always try to bring you great guests on the show. Mm-hmm. Next week, we are going to have on actor Dylan Vox. If you remember back in January, we almost brought you actor Dylan Vox, and it didn't work out the day of and so but you know he's a great guy and he's been he felt so bad and so we're bringing him back and he's a lot of fun he's a really you know he has some great work out there so you know check Mm -hmm. him out before next sunday dylan vox is vox um he has some great movies out there that i've seen some uh and i am talking about like the the genre that you could show at a film festival not the porn I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I haven't seen those. I'm okay. just saying. So we're doing right. We're doing this I'm not saying thing. I haven't seen every single one of the ones that he's done.
0: Jonathan and I are talking <laughs> and working on Jonathan not talking when he doesn't need to, and I think that was a perfect example that of you seem... going too far. I don't, okay, you, know, you could have said some movies. I think nobody you, out you there just thought Kurt
1: because <laughs> think... Kurt is dying because he agrees. <laughs> Secondly, maybe some truth. You know, it's a, and it's okay. <laughs> Honey, you have a beautiful voice. Honey, you can
0: talk. But also, no one out there thought it was porn until you brought it up. Let me just say that.
1: <laughs> well, you know, maybe I helped some of them. I gave them some entertainment. Hey, there go you go. Go look for his porn. It's kind Dylan of. Dylan Vox, yeah. Um, but he has, has some great movies in mainstream yeah. um, that are a lot of fun. And he's been a television actor as well. And yes, so those he has. are fun as well. Anyways, he's going to yeah, be great. He has a very about. interesting history, and, and I can't wait yeah. to kind of get his. Yeah his take on everything. So that'll be fun. That's next week. I'm sure we will remind him we will tell him that I made a faux pas and put my foot in my mouth.
0: Oh, like that's that. okay. No, I'm he'll <laughs> be more than open to talking about it. I'm no, sure. No, he
1: w- at, at he is. He's very mm-hmm. open about it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. So I'm excited for that. This has been a fun show.
0: It really has. It's it's been an it's been a packed show. And you know what? I loved our conversation with Davy Wavy. I loved our he? conversation. I have a lot Cruz. of respect for mm-hmm. him. Yes. Um just yes.
1: because someone is pretty doesn't mean they're d- they're dumb.
0: I, and you know I love that uh, he basically has a mentality mentality of uh you can't well maybe mentality I was going to say he has a mentality uh, I like it. <laughs> uh you can't rely on pretty and he does not You know he, no. he he understands that yes it's good marketing and he likes to be shirtless sometimes. Right. Or and in in he doesn't rely I on I, that.
1: I encourage that.
0: And can can we just can we just Think about and appreciate the fact that he's starting his own underwear line. Dirty fit. Dirty fit, yeah. And how we are all going to buy it.
1: Uh, Everyone, I'm looking. Yeah. I think even bears can wear it. I'm going to go out on a Mm -hmm. limb and just say that that's a thing. I will say.
0: (laughs) And if you've seen pictures, they're just the most perfect briefs on him. And I'm like, I just want to
1: wear that. Right? I want to wear that to him. What? I want that to happen. <laughs> no, but we had a, a listener comment before the show asking if, in honor of Davey Wavy, uh, you yeah. and I were going to do the interview shirtless. And I'm like, I don't know if I advise it.
0: Here's, it's not advis- uh, advisable, but. Here's the thing. It's so hot in here that I would probably it, not mind at all. Actually, I would like to admit we would that be it much is. less sweaty. First
1: of all, I even have my top button unbuttoned on my shirt, and I never do that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's how hot it is.
0: See, and I saw <laughs> that, and I was like, I don't know if he's coming on to me <laughs> or if he's just in that mode. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Because <laughs> you're like, I'm <laughs> buttoning it. I'm like, oh, ooh. <laughs> so Marvin Gaye is about happening? to play. Okay, I see. I see it it uh, could
1: be some, you know, it, it's, it's what happens when I go on a good date. Oh, it, yeah. It, it okay, just, there you go. All of a sudden. <laughs> you're in that mode. I'm oh, sexy okay. all the time. But the other thing a listener said was if he like pulls your shirts off for you does that change your decision yes. And my answer to that is yes, yes. <laughs> even if, i i am mm. like hey if, hey okay i'll do it sure yeah, if he's yeah. taking the shirt off if he's taking it off he. i'm okay with that
0: you can take anything off yeah anything yeah.
1: anything i know now you've got the outspoken hormone boys but you know <laughs> they're very they're anyways very things- you know remember, what remember what are we doing next week a big thing that we're doing next week.
0: We are doing the Oscar uh, red ribbon, ga- not the Oscar, just the red it's ribbon a party. gala. We
1: are going to have Oscar viewing party, but it is a benefit
0: for Spokane AIDS Network. It's going to be at the uh, historic Washington Cracker Company building, That's
1: 304 West Pacific Avenue,
0: and it's going to be 4:30 to 9:30. You and I picked uh, our Texas. Sunday.
1: We did. We picked them up this Thursday.
0: I'm so excited for that.
1: I know. So actually we'll be on the show Sunday and that night we'll be down hosting that. We have yeah. colorful tuxes and then there's Kurt's tux. Yeah. He, and can I tell you just, just buy tickets, you know what, just, just to see, see Kurt. We won't tux. tell
0: you anything about it, but it's no. very st- special and unique
1: special and if you don't buy a ticket you're not going to see you're going to miss out so you need to buy a ticket it's worth it just that alone it's kind of crazy it is i'm kind of interested in seeing this
0: i disagree with all of it (laughs) but i'm so excited
1: to see why he's doing it and it's i'm it is you can't miss him first of all it's going to be very curt and i'm excited for that yes he was so excited he was, he was I know, like, it was so cute He Like he beelined it for that tux Yeah, you just minute. like <laughs> The guy's like, what do you want? He's like, that yes. And he shows you and I, was like, this is what I'm gonna wear What do you guys think? And we're just like I
0: what? thought it was a joke, so I was like, oh yeah, ha ha," <laughs> And then he does it, I'm like, wait, what? No, you are.
1: I was broken. I, yeah. was like, I don't even. I, I, have, I know. Right. I don't know what to say. Yeah,
0: I saw the you know the rainbow like sparkly one in the corner. I was right. like, that would be funny, but <laughs> no, he went with something way worse. <laughs> so it's it's great. You'll hey
3: you
1: hey wanna, <laughs> we it's all sacrifice for the entertainment. I'm ready. Yep, yep. I'm yep. ready to see it. So and make uh, sure if you don't have your tickets. Get Buy them tickets. Now. Buy them now. It's a great cause, and it's going to be fun. I know. <laughs> I'm excited.
0: You and I are going to be there hosting it, so it'll be a blast. Yeah.
1: Anyways. Yeah, that's how it works.
0: We'll see you next week at that and uh, back here in your car or wherever you're listening on the air.